Hey, welcome to the Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. If you don't have a good handle on your sales reporting, you're leaving your agency to chance. I hope that's not the case. But if you're not, don't have a good handle on your sales reporting, I wanted to give you some tips that'll help you have a good understanding of exactly what you should be looking at and how you can help your agency be successful. So one of the first things that I thought was important is making the distinction between the line in marketing and sales. For me, the difference between them is in marketing is the entire nurture sequence that you go with a prospect or a quote unquote lead from the point that they first interact with your brand to maybe even doing an opt-in on a lead magnet, um, continuing to interact on social media, maybe following you, all of those different aspects of how they're interacting with your brand up until the point that they raise their hand and say that they want to have a conversation with you or they've been in communication with a sales rep until the point that they become essentially the MQL, the marketing qualified lead. Making sure that you have that understanding of at what point does marketing own it versus when it moves over into the sales category. The, the reason why I think that it's important is that in a lot of cases, if you've got a marketing and a sales team, they, they have a blurred line on where and who has the, the responsibility of that person that's interacting with your brand up into those two different, those two different points. And it's really important that if you have two segmented teams, that they have great communication because there's this loop that is being missed that the sales team could be providing to marketing. There's marketing information that can be provided to sales and questions that are being asked that is in interactions on the site, things that uh, feedback that are coming in that could definitely help lead your sales conversation, could help with objections, could help with being able to nurture that prospect a ton better. So if you do have two segmented teams and it's not the same individual and it's not you as the agency owner, want to make sure that you have that distinction and, and do pay attention to the communication between the people that own those different aspects of your marketing strategy and sales strategy. I thought it would be helpful to start with a couple KPIs that I think are really important. I mean, some of the some of them may be fairly obvious, but to start off with just your overall pipeline management, understanding how many open opportunities do you actually have in the pipeline? What is the value of those opportunities? If you've already submitted a proposal, what is the weighted value of that pipeline depending on where they are in your sales process? And what is the likelihood of closure from that point in your sales process forward? What is the total value of that pipeline as well? Just having an understanding of what exactly it looks like and really having a good handle on having being able to project out what revenue you're going to have when. I think it's really important to be able to have an understanding as well of your conversion rates and where your conversion rates are from each stage even within your pipeline because the person that actually has an initial conversation and a sales becoming sales qualified to having a capabilities tech to having an initial discovery call or strategy session to sending a proposal each different stage they have different conversion rates and having an understanding of where you have maybe worse conversion rates can have some pretty significant impact and just understanding what the conversion rates are between each different stage and what your overall conversion rate is from initial hand raise to signed contract as well. Total number of leads that you actually have um, within your CRM, within your funnel as well. 
and then understanding your sales activity. How many calls are happening on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis? How many emails are actually going out in sales activity and marketing activity? How many meetings are actually being scheduled? How many people are actually showing up to those meetings as well? What is your show up rate? Uh, number of meetings that are actually being held, um, how many capabilities decks are actually being done, all of those different sales activities that actually do lead to revenue in the end. Um, having an understanding of your upsell metrics as well is I signed a proposal today, but in a lot of instances that scope may change. There may be additional services that are necessary. What is the amount of value of that total upsell that happens once that prospect has been moved over into operations? Understanding your client attrition, your retention or churn rate, however you want to phrase it, and understanding exactly how long that client is going to stay with you, what that average lifetime value is of that client, and then some of your media metrics as well, right? Your ROAS, your return on ad spend, your uh, click-through rates, and um, your, um, your cost per result in your ads as well. So to manage all of this, there there needs to be a central repository, right, in order for you to be able to manage all of this information. So having a CRM is incredibly key to being able to manage your sales operations from many different perspectives, right? But I mean, CRMs typically now will have a lot of automation in it, having an understanding if this prospect takes this action, then you can have an automatic email go out to schedule a meeting at those appropriate times. When you're not doing things in a very automated way and you're not responding to the prospect when they are interested, the amount of likelihood of conversion of that prospect drops off precipitously the longer it takes for you to get back to them. So having automation in your process is incredibly important. Having an understanding of just the traffic and the amount of activity that you have in interacting with your brand as well, I think is incredibly important. So I was um, one of the things that I use and I think it's important, I mean, when I initially started looking at it, um, I, I thought it was a little odd that it was even available, but obviously after recognizing that it was there is something that, that it would be able to be out there for us to be able to track, but having heat mapping on your site and any, even being able to actually watch how people interact with your website as well. So there's two services that I'm aware of, and I'm sure that there's more, but Hotjar and Lucky Orange allow for you to be able to monitor how people are interacting with your site, where are they clicking, how much time are they spending on different pages, how they're actually scrolling through it, what they're reading, having a really under a good understanding of how people are interacting with your site so that you can improve conversion, improve, improve traffic flow, understanding exactly how people are interacting with it so that you're able to improve incrementally how people are actually being able to convert, understanding the differences in how people interact depending on the traffic source so if they're coming from social media, if they're coming from an ad, if they're coming just directly organic, if they're coming from a search engine, if they're coming from some of your PR activities, if they're coming from other content, just understanding how different lead sources and different traffic result in different responses, I think is a very important thing. And also kind of curious, right, is understanding how they actually interact depending on where they come from. And understanding the lead sources in the first place as well is understanding how um, how much they actually result in someone taking the actual action that you're looking for them to actually take. I'm a, uh, a, a firm, firm believer, and I love dashboards. Um, being an accountant, being an A-brain type person, 
obviously having data is something that's really near and dear and I just love data and it really helps me being able to make decisions and on a previous episode I talked about how much comfort it really provides me but dashboards can be incredibly important when it comes to your sales management because it's it's really incredibly interactive so if you want to have an understanding of the things that we were just talking about and what type of lead source generates more sales and what is the percentage of revenue that you actually earned from a specific lead source in a specific type of content in a specific marketing email what are who actually touched those different pieces of your marketing and the resources that you're that you're investing into your sales and into your marketing how did it actually result in that revenue and being able to track it is incredibly important but a lot of, of dashboards now uh, can be extremely interactive so you can actually click on the different components and be able to see where the lead traffic is coming from and it's going to sort out all of the data to be able to see exactly who and where and how these things are happening uh, the one that i use and is extremely powerful is called power bi and it does pull in information uh, live from a lot of different sources and has a, a fairly easily and connectable robust api that you're able to actually build that'll pull data in from multiple different sources and take data from your website, take data from your CRM, take data from your automation tools, take data from your financial records to be able to actually take the information and watch and track everything all the way through to be able to see exactly what's the, what the result is. And it's, I mean, I, I really enjoy it. And it's just fun to be able to see all of that information and, and see exactly how things happen. Um, wanted to chat about why all of this matters and why I'm even talking about this in the first place. So what I want to really have nail home is how when what actions you're actually taking or driving that end result. Where is the drop-off happening in your process in the first place? I mean, obviously, as an agency owner, we're looking to grow ideally. We're looking to scale. We're looking to increase the number of clients that we're working with. We're looking to increase the profitability of our agency. But how do we go about doing that? And a lot of that is actually in the information that you have available to you. And if you don't have the information, making sure that it's something that you're starting to be able to track so that you can make the decisions uh, in, in being able to improve the result that your agency is having. So, for example, being able to watch, let's say that someone comes into your funnel from a lead magnet that you had on a digital ad and then watching that person go from salesperson A to salesperson B, and salesperson A has an easier time with cold leads, and what is that salesperson doing that's allowing for a higher conversion rate? So you can actually see what's going on with that specific salesperson to actually improve your process. And even on the, on the reverse of that, on the flip side, is looking at the ones that are not having great conversion rates is what exactly is actually happening in that communication with that that salesperson that's not allowing for the conversion rate to be as as good as well so what i do uh, have a lot of conversations with clients on is on objections with prospects and how you're able to actually get through the objection in the, in the sales conversation and I, I almost every time i'm told well i don't know what their objections are they don't tell me what their objections are uh, i disagree 100 percent and your objections that what that prospect has as an objection is actually very clear to you in the questions that they're asking you Th throughout the proposal presentation throughout your entire sales interaction they're actually telling you what their objections are with the questions that they ask and it's just a matter of taking the time to listen to them and actually document what those are so that you can start to have that data 
you can start to answer those objections in your marketing. You can start to answer those objections in the proposal presentation, in your capabilities conversation, in the way that you actually interact with that prospect to allow for things to be able to be improved quite a bit. It's really important to start to recognize that the information that you have available to you in the activity that you're doing really allows for you to be able to make adjustments and have some pretty impactful change at your agency. And there's tons of things, and I know so frequently it's hard. It's like, how can I spend the time to even look up, Robert? I I spend so much of my day in the weeds of client work. I spend so much time of my day just trying to stay alive. And honestly, my, my recommendation is that you, you, until you spend the time looking at the information that you need to be able to make the adjustments that you need, you're going to be consistently in that place, consistently on that hamster wheel. So my recommendation is earmark that time. And realistically speaking, and you may hate me for this, but I, I think as time, the same way that I think about financial resources, that in a lot of cases, the resources available there, it's just where you're deciding to prioritize it. If you decide that this is a priority and that the information that you need to be able to access to allow for your agency to improve, and if you were to prioritize it better and, and bring it up on that totem pole and to the top of your pile on your desk, it would be something that you pay attention to. And sometimes it can be hard. I'm not going to say that it isn't because I definitely have struggled myself in being able to prioritize the things that I know are important. And there are a lot of these things are things that you may already know that you need to do. But it's earmarking the time, making sure that it's something that you are making the time for so that you're able to actually take care of the work that you need to be taking care of. Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint Podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.